Hi there. Welcome in, bienvenue, and welcome to my worst audition ever, the podcast where I, Danny Vitorino, sit down with a guest and we discuss their worst audition ever. Quick tidbit, we are now available to Android and iOS users alike. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Don't forget to subscribe and leave some thoughts, some love, and if you're brave enough, your worst audition ever. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at My Worst Audition Ever Podcast. Whoop, whoop. Today, I am sitting down with Kayla Friend. Hi, Kayla. Hello. How are you? I'm fabulous this was it was a great trick getting here <laughs> a nice travel in new york yeah as such is so tell me kayla what type of performer are you uh so uh, just as a general note i don't i don't really perform as much mm-hmm. anymore um i've kind of gone more into direction and production but um mainly i do musical theater um, okay. I consider myself a non-dancer. I'm a great mover. Yes. That's what I say. So. That's a strong category. <laughs> yes. I'm a, I'm a very strong mover. Strong mover category. <laughs> yeah. So for direction, you direct a lot of shows. You work with a lot of companies. Tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm the artistic director of a um, smaller independent theater company here called THML Theater Company. We only produce uh, new works that are by female identifying playwrights. Okay. Yeah. Yes, very female empowered. I love it. So where are you from? Originally, I am from California. I'm from this little teeny tiny town called Hemet's. We're in the Inland Empire. It's that place that you drive by trying to get from San Diego to LA. If you go east, where the retirees go, that's where I grew up. California. Yeah, super great. (laughs) So when you did do musical theater, what type were you cast as? Um... Yes, that is a great question. So especially when I go in for auditions, I get called in all the time as the ingenue, which is not great because I'm not an ingenue at all. At heart? (laughs) No. Well, not at heart and also not on stage. Like, I, um, I, I would get cast a lot, though, as like... The friend, the comedic relief, like if it was an ingenue, it was like, this one is troubled. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I guess that's my general category. As a director, when you audition people or when you're in the room, what Mm -hmm. type of types do you like to see audition? I don't really think, well, it depends on the piece because Mm -hmm. I think people put themselves into a box way too often. And I think they do that based on the perception of like, oh, well, it says that they want this kind of person, which is also partially a casting problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So people will go in already feeling defeated and not necessarily bringing their best. I want people who are totally thinking outside the box. So yeah, but it depends. It depends on the piece because there are there are some pieces where you probably you know I'm not really gonna go in for um, a raisin in the sun because that would probably not be the best idea. Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so, you know, you got to know know your type and just in general, but I would say also explore other options. Okay. So you just want someone who's comfortable. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like you want to go in confident. Yes. That's, as a, I would say as a director, as a casting director, that's what I look for most. Like just wear the character's skin. Yep. And just be in it. Yep. Live it. Love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any credits or previous work that you want to bring up just to give like a little hey he ha about yourself <laughs> sure uh so in california um i understudied ramona in ramona um it is it is the official california state outdoor play there you go there's a plug 
Um, so that was fun. I actually did that show off and on for about 11 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's 11 a, years? Yeah, it's an annual tradition. Been going on for almost 100 years now, which is crazy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, recently here in New York um, in 2017, I played Matryoshka in The Nose. It's a Russian uh, show uh, that's it's a musical based off of the Gogol book. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that at the Master Theater here in Brooklyn, which was fun. Um, I also played Audrey Dupree in Waste, Fraud, and Abuse at 13th Street Rep. And um, recently I've been branching a little bit more out into film. And so if you happen to be at UC Irvine Medical Center, you will see me as Dr. Tesh yes. telling you all about HPV and how to get your HPV shot. Oh my god, I just had a flashback to being in Disney, like waiting for the ride or something like that, where you're like flying and they're doing like one of those TV, like, and keep your feet up and you know, this and that with like a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. That's you in my head right now. Um, (laughs) So, previous work as a director, do you have any recent works that you've done? Huh. With THML? Um, well, you know, I mean, how I know you, I started yes. with um, Cage Birds, which is this tiny, super weird play. It was amazing. Um, it was great. No, it was a really, really great experience, and I loved it so much, and I think that the work is really strong. Um, but since then, last year as a producer, I worked with Lori Petty on mm. um, a new play called Trial. Um, they're producing it again this year somewhere here, honestly. I don't know off the top of my head. I Last year... Um, I directed a piece called Going South that was a new musical. Uh, we did it in the works at Dixon Place. It's written by uh, Katya Stanislavskaya, um, and she's still doing work on that as well. It's going to have another um, presentation of some of her songs and everything at Lincoln Center. Um, and then coming up this year in February, I am directing a piece called A Second Birth, mm. which is a new play. Um, written by Ariel Mitchell. That'll be at the center at West Park uh, in Manhattan. And yeah, and that's that's it as far as directing for right now. Yeah. I try to only take on one or two pieces a year because it's a lot. Now, with THML, do you guys, are you stationed somewhere? Do you have a residency? Last time I heard, I thought you did. Yes. So we, we're, we're a little bit nomadic, but mm-hmm. we have um, we have two different residencies this year. Oh, wow. So we have one residency with the center at West Park, and that is for February and March. And we also did our reading series there this year, which was really fun. Um, and then we also have a residency at the Secret Theater in Long Island City. Oh, shit. You're everywhere, girl. It's a secret. It's a secret. Don't keep it. (laughs) What would you say are some of your strengths as a performer, as a director, overall badass? Sure. Uh, (laughs) So strengths as a performer, um, I'm a good mixer, which is is really helpful uh, if you need someone who can do legit and kind of belt. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a belter, but I'm a good mixer, which is fun. It's very nicely deceiving. I have, I, I don't know why I put this on here, but it is true. I have near perfect pitch. Um, That's it, good. It does That's hurt. a good thing. It hurts me to hear things that are <laughs> under or over. Um, I'm a decent sight reader, uh, and I'm really good at character acting. Um, for directing, um, I think probably one of my biggest strengths is that I've, I've learned, and I'm sure that you can uh, attest a little bit to this, is seeing... The very first time that I did anything here in New York, um, I have grown and I love collaboration. Um, I think my first couple of attempts, I didn't really know how to do it here, but I've gotten a lot better and I love working with brand new playwrights. Yeah. 
No, it's always nice too to like get different flavors, get different vibes, and you know it is a work in progress for everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's, I mean, you did a fantastic job. What are you talking about? I was born. I came out <laughs> of the vagina as a director with a fist in the air. <laughs> yeah. um, now, what are some of your weaknesses that you would say? You can be honest. You can be dishonest. You can be kind of honest. <laughs> you, you tell us. Totally. Well, like you know, as they say, as they say in interviews. My weakness is that I have no weaknesses. Um, My weakness is I have no weakness. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I would say as an actor, I my body responds really awfully to nerves. Mm-hmm. I don't really get nervous that often, but when I do, I can come in there and mentally I can be as confident as possible and I feel like a badass. I'm like giving off the best presence and my body will start shaking involuntarily. The worst. Which is awful. Because then you're like, no, no, don't pay attention to my leg. My leg is not doing anything. Pay attention to my presence. Um, So that's definitely a weakness. Um, And then I guess I put this as a weakness, but I don't necessarily... I mean, yeah, I guess there's, there's some part of it that's on me. I'm one of those people that I will always make it to like the final round of callbacks. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, wow, she's so interesting. This is so different and new. And then I, I don't get the part. You know, we had someone on who her name was Lexi. And she told us that it was the callback curse. Yes. Where she's called back, called back, called back for different projects and never cast. Yep. No, it's true. I It's same thing. So that's okay. Um, which is like... It's not good, but I have found that in New York, sometimes it's good because people remember you for other projects. Yeah. You so make a lot of helped. contacts. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I'll get like random calls for like, hey, I need a demo for this. Hey, I need somebody to come in and do a reading. And they won't have me audition because they've already seen me. They've yeah. already seen me so many times. Exactly. <laughs> call back after call back. They're like, yeah, we know Kayla. Yeah, yeah we know her. Um, she's good, but she doesn't fit anything. That's not fine. a bad thing. I think it's a great thing. Um, all right. The, the question that is the question worst audition ever all right so i had written down the answers and then i sent them to you last night and then uh last night as i was laying in bed trying to fall asleep mm-hmm. um i realized that the answers i had given you were were not exactly the most accurate you know because that's what keeps me up at night um so i'll give them i'll give them there's there's kind of three and i'll give them an order of like best worst to worst worst okay. <laughs> Okay, so um, Endangered the Musical. It was off-Broadway last year. Okay. Uh, I got called in because I had worked with the director before and really enjoyed working with him and everything. And so I went in for the initial um, audition and, like, nailed it, wore a weird safari outfit. Um, They loved it. I don't know. Whatever. And and then I got a callback, of course, um, for these movement auditions as they said they were like just come and be prepared to move it's not going to be anything super hard strenuous right so i come in in um like dance pants but you know not like yoga pants or anything like that i wasn't ready for like sweatpants or something yeah i came basically i came came in sweatpants sweatpants. um yeah so i came in sweatpants I was like, yeah, I'm ready to move. Um, I go in and they're doing this massive combo that um, was actually very, very athletic. Like complete with a move that was basically a push-up and other things. And we ran it over and over and over again. Are you sure that you didn't walk into a Barry's boot camp? No. Okay. All right. Just make sure. So I'm sitting, I'm going in there and I'm like, 
I can't do this. There's no way. And I keep trying and it's like, it's getting worse with time instead of getting better. And I'm more exhausted and I'm super sweaty and disgusting. So I walk out just knowing I was like, well, that was a really fun workout and I'm not getting that. So that was one. The second one is similar. Um, 90210, the musical. Yeah. Uh, Also went in initial audition for that, like nailed it, got a call back. And the day of callbacks, I woke up with strep throat. No. Yeah. I went to the doctor and everything in the morning and they were like, girl, you have strep. And I was like, it's fine. I'm, I'm still going to go. I can do it. Uh, so I went and they were like having me sing this like 32 bar cut of like belting. Um, and of they, course. and I did it and they were like, okay, um, let's have you do a short combo. So I did, and like of all the times that I never nail dance things, I actually nailed this one. Yep. But you sounded like. But you I know, sounded the like I. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, "Cool, great." So that didn't did work out. Did you tell out. them that you were sick? Did they ask? I you? did. I ask. was. I did, and I was like, I, I I did the piece first, and then I was like, you know, I normally this is not an excuse, but I did wake up with strep throat, and I'm yeah. trying really hard to just push through. And they were like, "Okay, that's fine." Um, really, really funny show. They're not doing it anymore, but the same people who wrote it are doing um, Friends, the musical parody. Friends, the musical yes. parody. Yes. So, yeah, um, they write great stuff. Anyway, okay. And then the one that kept me up last night, uh, the last details. but not least. Oh, God. So, I've done Chicago the musical before, mm-hmm. uh, being a mover and not a dancer. Um, I played Roxy the very first time I ever did it. Oh, wow. Which was really fun. It's a very it's a very charactery role. Um, the singing stuff is great. It's it's really a part that's like built for actors. Yeah. So I got called in here um, for I think they were doing it somewhere upstate, and um, I I get called in specifically for Roxy. And on on the actual call, they said uh, this audition is going to be for um, actors who sing. And then we're going to have a separate one for like dancers who sing. So I said, okay, great. This is going to be super wonderful. <laughs> so I go in and I'm one of only like five actor singers there. Okay. Does that make you feel good or bad? Because some people like it. Some people hate it when there's like less people. I I felt good. I was like, oh my gosh, we okay. could, we all have a chance, <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey girls. <laughs> yeah. So, and we were all really excited, you know? And so we go in, we're like all vocally warmed up and... They the, the monitor comes out and tells us, okay, so um, we're going to have all of the actor singers go in with the first round of dancers for this like short combo. So we're like, okay, okay. sure. Um, so we start looking around and there's like probably 40 or 50 dancers all in their, you know, uh, Fosse get up with their yeah. fishnets and they're all doing the splits in the hallway. And they're all like six foot two. It's fine. Um, gazelles, models. Yes, they're they're beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful, beautiful gazelles. Yes. Um, and then all of us actor singers who are all like in the corner, five foot to five six, maybe like you know, with our like character makeup on, it's great. Yes. Um, so we're like, all right, all right, cool, we can do this. They know, they know that we're actor singers, right? Yeah, they should. So we get thrown in with this first group and I'm prepared like I've taken Fosse before. I'm like this will be good. It'll probably just be some simple stuff. No. So they we go in and they have us do this combo that's got 
all of this like ballet stuff in it, it ends with two stag leaps like back to back and then eight bars of um, free dance where you had to do your best fussy moves to catch their eye. Like the whole combo was Holy like shit. almost two minutes long it for an audition combo. Strenuous. That's a lot. Yeah. So uh, it, the look on our faces for all five of us, we were like, oh, shit. <laughs> Can we opt out? This is, uh, hmm. There were a lot of Fosse hands. There were a lot of jazz hands. And, there, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we mustered our way through it the best that we could. But all, all five of the actor singers got cut in the first, like, ten minutes. All of us. They're like, okay, they bye. Like, Love okay, you. Okay, thank you Gotta so go. much. And it was one of those hor- horrific things where they line you up and they're like, yes, no, 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 yes. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you know, I like that because it gets it out of the way rather than like onion sandwich out of it all. Like, it does. Just cut me but, out, but it does. It still but sucks. my thing was like, why did you even ask for actor singers? I was going to say that for Chicago, it, especially if you're doing it in a certain light, you know, it can be very. Um, more dance heavy than yeah it's definitely no it's for sure a dance show so yeah. i was like why would you call actor singers in for this <laughs> and then have them do this extremely hard combo to see how you do yeah to throw you in yeah sure they like put you maybe on the this island. maybe this actor singer who says that she can move is magically can do like has two you stag know, leaps and 10 years of jazz 30 seconds of free Fossy movements. Yeah. They were like stag leap. And then you see these other women who are like jumping like three feet off the ground, four feet, five feet off the ground. And I'm like, yeah, um, great. I'll they just show amazing. myself out. <laughs> they look amazing, guys. Really hire them, please. I know. Hire them. Hire them. I'll come see the show. It looks great already. Can they sing? Can they act? Maybe not. But they'll look like beautiful gazelles. You know, And that's if it. that's what you're going for, like do it. Yeah. So yeah, I would say those those three tied, but by far Fosse was the only one that I was like, I walked in just knowing like, oh, fuck. Wow. Great. Yeah. Fosse fuck. Yeah. I'm going to walk in and I'm going to walk out gracefully. Sometimes when I go in for something Fosse, um, I just think, okay, because I haven't taken it for so long since like college, I'll be honest. Yeah. But it was great and it was a really in-depth course and mm-hmm. everything and, and, you know, the shows and everything like that. Um, and they love to incorporate different Fosse moves for different shows that we did. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like an indulging thing. Yeah. And then post-college, it's like, I haven't done anything. And I'll go in for something and I'm just like, okay, it's going to come back to me. And it kind of does, but it's like a flicker. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, come on, come on. Like, come on. like, do you lift the hand from your thigh up to the air first? Or is it like, does it come back? You know what I mean? Like, what does it do? So I totally understand that feeling of the Fosse fuck. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> You're like, I was good at isolations one one time. <laughs> one time in my life. And you go into the monologue in your head. Yeah. Um, so what are some pre-audition rituals that you would say help you? Okay, so I don't really have any pre-audition rituals per mm-hmm. se, but there's something there's some things that I've noticed I do every time. Um, one, and this partially comes from New York and partially just comes from being raised in theater as well. Um, basically, as soon as I walk into the room, I have... Um, uh, resting bitch face. Yes. Um, but I mean, that's just that's also just my face. Yeah. Especially so, coming from the subway or something, you know. Exactly. You yeah. just you keep it on. Um, so usually people see me and they're like, "Oh my god, she's so unapproachable." But I'm really just sitting there thinking. Yeah. Um, Same, actually. I will. I'll usually bring headphones to listen to my cut. I would say that's probably the only thing is I'll sit there and I'll listen to my cut over and over again. Um, 
I don't really like to go over the monologue a lot of times beforehand because I feel like I psych myself out. Mm-hmm. So I just listen Focus to my on gut. Music. Yeah, that's that's it really. Yeah, that's that's ritual esque. You know, you, you want to, it's almost like when you take a shower, you know, do you wash your hair first? Do you wash your body? <laughs> then do you wash your face? Or like, how does that set up? Do you brush your teeth? Like some people, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. what do you do? You know, right. so that's, that's your thing. Yeah. I mean, I always bring headphones just because I don't like to talk to people. I have, um, yeah. I'm an ambivert yeah. where I seem really <laughs> extroverted, but mm. I'm really introverted. Yeah. It's a weird complex thing, but I'm living it. Um <laughs> So with that, do you have any post-audition rituals? Like when you leave it, good or bad audition, do you do something? Yeah. So I feel like every every time I leave the room, it's so hard. And I see a lot of people doing this also as a casting director. People leave and they just look defeated. And then you're like, no, yeah. please. Like, you, <laughs> did, bird. you did so much better than what you thought you did. Please. Um, yeah. So I've kind of made it a point for myself to walk out super confidently. I mean, that's my thing. Like, you left it all in there, Mm -hmm. walk out with your head held high, um, and then usually afterwards, I will get Starbucks. Yes. Or Is there a certain order that you get? Uh, it dep- well, it depends on the season. Venti latte. Yeah. <laughs> no, it depends on the season. Um, we're in warmer drink weather right now, so mm-hmm. I would say probably a um, probably a grande green tea latte with sugar-free vanilla and soy milk. Oh, I don't, shit. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm one of those people. The Kayla special. Is it sad? Yeah, but usually what happens is like beforehand I'm I'm too I'm either too nervous or I'm too like caught up in trying to remember all of my shit that I uh I forget to eat, I won't drink, you know, basically I'm just yeah. drinking water all morning and so afterwards I like indulge. Indulge. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do that actually. I had one person, <laughs> I think it was Lexi too. She goes to like a certain place and gets like what does she get? Like a cookie? Cupcake. Oh. She gets the same cupcake I love that. like Almost every time after an audition, because like, it's right there. I think she said 34th Street, it's somewhere around yeah. there. I want to go. I still haven't gone. Yeah. I, I want to go and get one and just see how it tastes. That's fun. It's no, cute, I right? love that. And I'll get the Kayla special at Starbucks and I'll have like a <laughs> cupcake and a coffee. <laughs> post yeah. audition. Cupcake and a coffee and you feel, you know, feel good about yourself. Yeah. Just treat yourself. Okay, so what are some audition preparation hobbies that you do? Something that gets you in the vibe. So, like, you know the audition's coming up. You know, what, is there anything that you do? Right. Um. Yeah, again, it depends on, uh, it depends on what kind of audition it is. Especially for, for musical theater, I love to actually go through my cut with a live accompanist because it's just, it's so different than listening to it in your head and not really knowing exactly how it's going to go in the room. That's very true. So, um... I, uh, and again, uh, a plug for my accompanist friend, Anessa Marie. Anessa Marie. Hire Anessa. Um, anyway, I, I'll usually go through something with her, um, which is which is really, really great because then you're also getting feedback and you're getting that sense of it being live in the room. And like, I will ask, I'll be like, okay, what happens if you rush the tempo a little bit? Or yeah. what happens if it's dragging? Like, how, how can I make these adjustments in the room? So I usually like to do that. Um, the one thing that I don't like to do is I don't rehearse any of my sides out loud. What? I know. It's weird. It's really, really weird. But if I rehearse it out loud, I overanalyze and judge myself so much that I, I, I'll like quit before I even start. So I'll go over it in my head like a million times. But usually the first time that I actually say it out loud is in the room. That's 
crazy. I've never heard that before. It's very, yeah, it's very weird, but it tends to work. So you memorize it. Yeah. And then the first time you say it, the first time you give birth to that monologue or whatever it is, is in the room. Is in the room. Yeah. And are you usually satisfied with it? Yeah. I mean, because you're like, okay, that's what it is. That's what it's meant to be. Yeah. That's, that's a really, um, angle that's an angle it, yeah i know it's not it's i wouldn't necessarily recommend that anybody um do that as a as like a habit <laughs> go for it but i mean no, for really me that, again that's the thing it's the thing uh it's the difference for me between judging myself and then sounding fake and disingenuous yeah, yeah. um or just doing what comes the most organically because i could sit there and think about it in my head And I I can hear the sounds in my head that I want to make. Like, how does this person talk? How do they move? How do, where do they carry themselves? But if I'm saying it out loud, I don't know why, but it opens up so much more room for judgment. And I want to go into that room, not judging myself. You can tell when people go in and they think they, you can totally tell when people go in and they think that their performance is shit. Damn. Drop mic. I know. Isn't that weird? And so I I never thought of that. Yeah. So I just I that's what I do for myself is I'm like, I'm not going to judge myself. So I don't I don't want to hear it so that I can. I know it's a very like backwards way of doing things, but it tends to work for me. Do you think it also is a thing too, where like someone memorizes it and like does it out loud or like whatever it is and they get in there and they do like the last question thing where they're like, do you have any questions for us about the piece? And they Mm. ask like, okay, so what is this? And as a director or whatever, you give them this thing like, or as a performer too, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of like throws a wrench in and they're like, oh shit, like I had it going this direction. Now it's going in this direction. I didn't yeah, that well, and, and I, you can see it in yeah. your face maybe. I think that's one of the things I never mind if somebody asks a question as somebody behind the table. I appreciate when people actually have a question to ask because okay. sometimes we'll give you a totally random cut that has very little context. Very so true. it's like, especially if I want to work with you and I'm, I'm telling you like, I might have you do a totally dry read and then ask you and then give you a little bit of context and tell you, okay, so here's the context. Now let's see what you do with it. Yeah. Like I want to see people who can actually work with things and have things thrown at them who are flexible and inventive and so I would say as a performer too I again it's part of the reason why I like to strip away the judgment and everything is because I want to leave myself open to the possibilities yeah it's like keeping yourself in the present in the realm I like that that's a really different way of going about it upcoming work you said you had something coming up in the spring yes so um I'm directing a new play like I said a second birth written by Ariel Mitchell it'll be at the center at West Park in February I believe we open February 17th Um, And then in April, actually, I am going to be starring as the leading lady. Her name Mm. is Truly in a brand new play called Girl of Glass that's written by Jennifer Kokai. It is making its New York premiere at the Secret Theater this April. Um, It's a really, really fascinating play. It's kind of written as a response to The Glass Menagerie. Okay. And it sort of explores what Tennessee Williams' personal purgatory would be. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really fun. It's a three-person show, um, really great character. So I'm super excited to start working on that. I'm excited for you to work on that. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Social platforms, where can everybody find you? So social media, I will say I'm I'm very, very active on all of my personal accounts. But as far as for public things, it's totally random. So uh, Instagram, you can find me at Kayla, K-A-Y-L-A dot L dot friend f-r-i-e-n-d 
Um, that's Instagram and I update it, I don't know, maybe like once a week, which is kind of sad. Facebook, you can find out what I'm generally doing, www.facebook.com forward slash Kayla friend, just all the same, or uh, it might be Kayla L friend, I don't know. Um, <laughs> is that is that that's sad? Something. Um, and then I don't really do Twitter except to mean tweet at the MTA when things are going wrong, so <laughs> definitely don't follow that. Or do follow it. I mean, or do follow agree, it. it, it it's, it's also pretty entertaining. Um, and then just for like general information, I also have a website. It's www.kaylafriend.com. Okay. I want to leave this episode each week. We do a word of the week mm-hmm. and I ask you, or I, t- I actually tell you the word. I just leave it on the table and I want to see what it means to you. What, what comes to your mind, you know, in the way of performing, auditioning in the theater aspect in general, yourself in general, mm-hmm. all that. Um, so the word for this week is create. Create. What is that to you? And you can take your time. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good word. Sorry. I have to think about it. Take your time. Um, so, all right. Just thinking of the word create. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I've I've learned most really since college about being an actor, being a director, being a producer, um, just being in theater in general is that it's all a process of creating And the more that you explore the different aspects of creating in your art, I think the more well-rounded and better performer you will be. Being able to create as a stage manager, being able to create as a director, as an assistant director, being able to create as a costumer, all of this leads leads into and informs what you do as a performer. And so I feel like whether you're whether your main craft is performing or whether it's stage management or directing, trying the other parts of the entire creative process Mm -hmm. really, really helps. And it opens your eyes to this giant picture that is theater and that it's not something that just one person does. It's, it's really a a team effort and it is this huge creative process um, of a bunch of people bringing their vision to life, which is, it's all codependent which is really exciting damn bunch of little stories bring one story together yeah and tells the story (laughs) of the story yes i love it (laughs) that was a good one that was a good word all right well i had a great time with you thank you for coming in and being on uh you're always a great time (laughs) (laughs) thank you danny this is very very fun i love it be sure to tune in Next week. I don't know. I don't know how to do next week. I don't think I've ever said that before. I should start saying that. Yeah. Anyway. Bye. Bye.